Welcome to Van Lathan's The Red Pill, where we give you the brutal honesty of truth, the brutal reality of truth. Today's guest is somebody who uh, is an expert in that, Miko Grimes. Miko Grimes is a return guest to The Red Pill. Always like having her. She's got a lot of things to talk about. Um, and she doesn't. Specifically, she talks about the perception of NFL players who are kneeling, but also playing in the league. She is the wife of an NFL player, Brent Grimes, and she feels um, that a lot of the players that are kneeling but still working in the league are getting a bad rap. It's interesting to hear the perspective of somebody who is so closely related to the NFL but yet has such um, unfiltered criticisms of the league and the way the league operates. Here's the thing about Miko. Don't need to do a lot of set up, setting up for her. You could talk to Miko about an hour for two about you could talk to Miko for an hour about anything and you get an entertaining podcast and that's exactly what you're about to get right now. So pop some pills. Let's get into it. I saw an amazing video of a man who I call a friend, a friend of mine, Killer Mike, at this past week's uh, weekend's Revolt Summit, basically talking to the audience about how you should approach information, um, black people specifically, how you should approach information uh, that would lead to your liberation and lead to you establishing the political foundation um, that uh, would better put you in a position to achieve some of the goals that we want to achieve as a community. First of all, uh, speaking on that issue, almost no one in the world is as smart as Mike. Almost no one in the world is as passionate as Mike. Almost no one in the world is as uh, well-read as Mike is. He's a treasure. I hope you guys enjoy him. Um, that panel was really put together well, in my opinion. There was some blowback or some negative feelings from people when it was uh, first announced that Katrina Pearson and Candace Owens were going to be on the uh, the panel. But I think Puff and uh, Tarek and the, the people over at Revolt, uh, Roma did a good job in, in, in curating that because I think it's important to have um, a diversity of voices uh, in the room when you're talking about the black agenda and championing the black agenda. Uh, I think that you should always have people from various different spheres of political thought in those rooms to have those conversations so that we can get to a, a position where we understand uh, what success looks like in its totality. Now, this is what I will say, though. Um, for anyone that's out there that... Uh, is claiming to be for the liberation um, and the advancement of black people, you should always monitor just how much time a person like that spends shitting on black people. That's very important. Okay. Let's say that we're all going to CarMax. We're going to buy a car because we, we broke like that. We can't go to the Mercedes dealership just yet. And we're going to go get a car, and the car's perfect for us, right? It's got the right gas mileage for, for our commute to work. It's the right size for our family. It's the right price point for our income. It's the right color. We love the car. This car is what we're supposed to buy. This person that is selling us the car has all the answers based upon what we need and what is good for us. They're going to lead us to something that's going to work out for our lives in the long run. And while we're sitting down, negotiating, listening to this person, they say, okay, man, this is the perfect car for you to take your ugly ass mama on a ride in. 
And you're like, what? And like, no, 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 no. This, this is the perfect car for you to take your whore of a sister around in. And you're thinking to yourself, the product that you're, that you're leading me to might work for me. But the way that you're treating me isn't a way that suggests that you give a shit about me, right? Because if you want me to buy something or invest into something that's good for me, why would you be talking to me like this? Why would you be talking to anyone like this? It might make you rethink whether or not that person has the best intention for you. It might make you rethink whether or not that person is actually on your side. Because if you're on someone's side, why are you being combative with them? Why are you always finding someone from that community to have issue with? The only thing I would say to people out there that might be from the right, that want to make inroads in places where black people don't tend to listen to them, is perhaps you should be less, less performative for the white people and the other people that exist on your side of the aisle and more engaging with the black people on the other side that haven't come to where you are yet. And I see a lot of black conservatives who take a very combative attitude with people who don't agree with them. Now, I'm not saying it doesn't exist on the other side as well. But what I'm saying is they have to take it upon themselves to understand that they're trying to do something new. They're trying to introduce black people to a method of thinking that we haven't been used to for a long time. And in doing that, there's going to be some resistance. But if you're doing it for the right reasons, you should be able to take that. You should be able to deal with that. I don't have any problem with people that are conservative. I happen to disagree with it. But a lot of the conservatives that I see, they take aim at people. They take aim at Jamel Hill. They take aim at LeBron James. They take aim at Colin Kaepernick. They take aim at all of these people over and over and over again. And I just don't see them talking to white racists like this. I don't see them talking to people that want to maintain the status quo like this. I don't see them talking to them like this. They tend to talk to shoot those bullets at people from our community that are trying to do things, at least things that we think, on our behalf. And where's your vitriol for the people that have helped keep us in this situation for a long time, be they on the left or the right? Where's all your smoke for them? That's the only thing I would say. The first thing that you have to do in order to, in my opinion, in order to prove to black Americans that you are on their side is you have to show them that you love them. And there's a way that you conduct yourself when you have cultural patience, trust, and love for your community. There's a way that you engage people. There's a way that you talk to people. There's a way that you coalition build with people if you truly have that. You shouldn't have to try to show respect to people who look like you and who have the same experience as you. It shouldn't be something that you have to do. That should be in you and it should exude itself um, in the way that you deal with people. And through the various platforms that you have, that should be out there. That doesn't mean we have to play nice. It just means that between each other, we shouldn't play dirty. All right, pop some pills. Let's get into Miko Grimes. Miko is watching Casanova videos. <clears throat> hey. Like, what, what, are you, what, what is he doing? He was just basically, you know, promoting his new song. So Brooklyn? Yeah. 
It's dope promotion. I like him. You like cats? Yes. I like him too, man. You know why I like I like him? Tax introduced me to to him. Like me too. not not personally, but I, I heard about him through tax. Personally, for me, the oh, first time I ever met him was with tax through tax. Yeah. So, well, something that people don't know about taxes: tax will never recommend a rapper to you that's whack. Facts. Tax will He'll never, never lie. Tax. Shout out to tax. Tax. Yeah, let me take these off. Like, why are you gonna take them off? White people, white person, clap for Miko Grimes. Clap loud. Hey, clap loud for Miko Grimes. There's only one person. There's only one white person. Normally we have a couple, but they out here working on um, that problematic podcast that I did with Marcellus Wiley. Oh, I gotta hear that one. I, yeah. I wanted. I want him on my podcast. Yeah, he. he um, I don't, I don't think I'm big time enough for him though. A lot of these niggas either I'm not big time enough or they're scared of me. Yeah. Why, why would somebody? Why? Why are people scared of me? Like, let me go back to tax real quick. Just yes. want to say this up. Rewind. So, so tax. Rewind. Tax should be an A on R somewhere. Mm -hmm. That's how good his ear for hip hop is. Yeah. His ear for hip hop is stupid, dope. He's he's on the top of the. If you ask him for a list or something like that, he gives you all kinds of songs you don't even remember that you love, and songs mm -hmm. that you haven't heard the minute you hear him now off the chain. Tax is talented yeah. like that. How, he is. Like you, like you. That's your man. I know that you, you guys are real close. Yes, we are. We're very close. Do, are you, do you put money on his books, though? Yes. All right. <laughs> people say they're close to people that's locked down, but then they don't be putting I money on I actually go visit book. him also. Oh, do you? Often. I probably visit mm -hmm. him more than anybody that doesn't live in the state of New York. Yeah, you get around a lot, though. You traveling all I over the place. Around. Yeah, but traveling-wise... <laughs> Probably well, this, this summer it looked woman. like that because I was working, doing a show that I, you know, kind of created called Half Court for the Big Three. Mm -hmm. They didn't give me a job. You know, I applied for a couple of jobs with them and I didn't get one. So I created my own job. And I'm the hoping, fuck I'm talking about. Yes, yeah, so I'm hoping to pitch it to them mm -hmm. for next year if they pick up the show. Then that way, you know, I won't do it myself. You know, I'll still be traveling, but it only, it's only 11 weeks out of the summer. Mm -hmm. and Big Three cooking. Yeah, it was. And it looked like a lot, but it was really 11 weeks. It was just straight in a row and on the weekends. So what do you talk about on the show? Is like half-court this week and half-court basketball? Or? Well, the big three is half-court. Yeah. So the show is just basically called half-court. Half and basically yeah. I go to their practice. Um, I grab interviews from them before the game, you know, talk a little shit with them, see mm -hmm. what they think about, you know, who they're about to play against. And then I do um, a highlight uh, voiceover of the actual game. And then I do press uh, interviews and then one-on-one -on -one interviews afterwards as well. Wow. Yeah. And you did that the entire summer? Yes. And what was the response from the big three like? I haven't given, I mean, I talked to Ice Cube before I actually did it. Mm -hmm. Before I uh, did it, Lil Duval, shout him out. He uh, invited me up to Hollywood Squares this summer, and he told me Cube was up there. He knew that I was trying to pitch something to mm -hmm. him, so he let me come up there, like, you know, to visit him. Right. But he put me in the room with Cube, and I was like, hey, you know, y'all slept on, on a bitch right. for a job. <laughs> But, you know, lucky for you, I created this show called Half Court. And he was like, well, get it together and, you know, give it to me. Why'd you hustle like this? You're rich. <laughs> like, like Miko wants, oh, you stunned on me in some way. At some point, you said something. I asked you something. You was like, oh, look, I'm already rich. I don't have, I'm like, you know what? That's true. <laughs> Miko is already fucking rich. Like, why you yeah. hustle like this? You rich. Um, because as, as much as, as much as I like to take credit for, you know, my man's check, you know, from being on the side that I'm on, right. it's not mine. And I had goals and dreams and things that I wanted to do. And I was accomplishing those until I met him. Mm -hmm. And then I put everything on pause to be a wife and a mother. 
stay-at-home mom. I didn't want somebody else babysitting my son, you know. Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, I just stayed home, and now he's a big boy now. So mama's back on the hunt. I want what I wanted before that. I want my own show. I want respect in this industry. And so. So you didn't stop. You paused. I paused. So let me ask you this. You say it's not yours. That fucking subject is very, very touchy mm-hmm. in the male and female conversation because right. a lot of women, I would think, would say that, of course, it's yours, right? Because if you're right there as a wife and a mm-hmm. mother and taking care of so many things that Brent cannot take care of, mm-hmm. then whatever he makes, of course, it's yours. Why don't and they and they and when you say something like that, like when people were saying, yo, the whole she wasn't with you shooting in the gym thing like that or whatever. They always say, well, you're leaving out these women's contributions mm-hmm. on, the, on the wife side, on the motherhood side. And it's it's everyone's when you're married. It's it's yours. Why don't you feel like that's yours? Um, probably because it's sports, you know, because mm. I played also. I, and it's, it's not to say that it's not mine because outside of being, you know, the wife and mother that he needed, I was also managing him, you know, secretary, you know, whatever he mm-hmm. needed. But it's more because it came in so fast. You know, I think that when you think about people being wealthy or my type of wealthy, like it took them a while to get there. This came my quick. Type of wealthy. You fucking rich <laughs> motherfucker. I love it. My type of wealthy. It my came ty- in that's quick. A, by the way, that's the name of the podcast. My type of wealthy. <laughs> Write that down right now with Miko Grimes. My type of wealthy. <laughs> Fuck you regular rich niggas. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> it took a while to, be, to right. build a lot of other people's wealth. And, and that's like a, it's a stamp, you mm-hmm. know, of approval on a woman to have held her family down for a long time. Not right. saying that I didn't because, I've you know, it's been 10 years. But uh, we were rich before the 10 years. You see what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it comes in real fast and you don't feel entitled because it's almost like he was going to do this with or without you you right. know what I'm saying my responsibility you know as his wife is to make sure we don't end up broke mm. you know and so that's what I'm putting more of my uh, brain and power behind how do you make sure that you that you guys don't end up broke what do you do uh, first of all I educate him on all the broke niggas after they retire <laughs> <laughs> first first rule first rule here's the broke niggas show him the niggas he doesn't want to be <laughs> You know, right? That know. makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So, and, and then you learn basically from their mistakes. Yeah. And then the second thing I do is I'm his mouthpiece. Anytime somebody need to borrow some money, they gotta come through me mm. because he'll say yes to any damn thing. Right. No. No. <laughs> no. Right. I know what? That's very useful. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll be the bad guy. Everybody needs that in your life because. You know, people come up to you and they ask you for all kinds of shit. And it's so hard, man. To say, yeah. It's so hard. Because what will happen is that it's not like a large sum of money to you. Right. The one person. So somebody comes to be like, yo, man, school's starting or whatever, whatever. If I could just hold $2,000. You're thinking, yo, it's only two grand. Right. You know what I'm saying? You, you, think, you, think, you, you, think, you think, you think, you think. I'm unrobing as we go. <laughs> it's like you, you're, thinking, you're thinking, it's only two grand. Like, you know what I'm saying? Give them the two. It's your man. Yeah. Give them the two grand. Then before you know it. You didn't give him two grand. You didn't be giving him fifteen hundred, five, three, and they keep two, coming and it, and back. And it keeps coming they back. They never and then before stop. Before you know it, you out eight or nine thousand dollars. I'm not her type of rich. That's a lot of money to me. Right. So, so what I'm saying is, it adds it, up. it's dope to have somebody to be like, yo, uh, 
talk to her about that. And then she goes, yeah. nah, nigga. And they gotta they gotta sell me and I'm not an easy sell. What what all. um when you looking for like what what would make you loan the money? Like what is like what would it be? Um, circumstances out of their control. You know, you, you, you laid on your rent three months, that's not my concern. It really is <laughs> you knew three months ago. Right. You was like Right. You know, but emergencies, doctor bills, hospitals, car crashes, you mm. know, stuff like that. Like, you know. We can help with that. Yeah. But if you just. If you just irresponsible, you got to figure that out on right. your own. It's not my responsibility to make you a, you a grown up. It, what always gets me is the people that come back and ask for money for the same shit. Yeah. Like, it's like. <sighs> That's what happens, though. They'll, they'll use you as a crutch. They'll just you spend their money on whatever they want to spend on that concert they want to go to. That tr- that vacation or whatever, mm-hmm. and be like, oh, I'm just gonna borrow from Brent and Miko. They got it. They got it. They got it. Yeah, I'm Why gonna not? wait and tell them I'm about to be evicted. Oh my God, me and my kids about to be evicted. Wasn't you just in Jamaica? <laughs> I'm about to say, well, weren't you on the gram? You in Montego Bay chilling yeah. and shit like that? I'm not in motherfucking. You know, here's the thing with me. I- I'm at this bitch a lot. I'm mm-hmm. at this motherfucker from six to five. Mm. I'm not having as much fun as y'all are. Right. So if I loan you some money. Don't, don't get on it's like don't, don't, let me catch don't you do out that to here me, living your I'm, best life. I'm on this bitch like it is it's a long time. I just want to go home and just do regular shit. Like yeah. or watch a basketball game and I miss the fucking shit. And you stunting while I'm here and yeah. I know that I'm paying for that right now. That's so hard, man. Yeah. That's why I gotta be super rich. Once I get super duper rich. What do you think is super duper rich? For me? Yeah. Hundred million dollars. Oh. I don't. I don't know if I'll, I'll ever be dirty enough to get a hundred million dollars. Why you gotta be dirty to get a hundred million dollars? I think just the richer you get, the more you get. You know, especially if it's not like in athletics or something where you getting millions of dollars a year type of shit. You are a scumbag. So you're saying that <laughs> anyone who has a hundred million dollars, not a hundred million. I'm just saying if you just come across a hundred million quick and you on your way up, you scumbagging your way up. Right. So, but but see, I feel like black people feel that way, and we shouldn't feel that way. I think white people feel that way. Also. I don't. I think white people look at other people that have like a hundred million dollars or two hundred million dollars. They don't think that you necessarily have to be a scumbag to get that. They mm. think that you have to be like specifically talented or specifically lucky to get it. But why would you have to be a scumbag to get a hundred million dollars? <sighs> You're almost there. You're like two million away. <laughs> Me? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not two. So you're away. saying right now? I wouldn't say a hundred million. That's low. Okay. So, a, but I'm what about go, a billion? A billion. You are a horrible human being. Horrible. Jay Z got a billion. Horrible dollars. human being. Jay Z got a billion. Horrible and about to continue to show us what a horrible human being he is. You're saying Jay Z is a horrible human being? Yeah, he had to to get to one billion. Yeah. Really? Yes. You had to step on so many necks to get there. I know you did. Mm. And it's cool. <laughs> so, hey. so I can't name you a billionaire right now, Oprah. Oh. Well, Don't even do me. Well, I'm you asking know, you. Uh, you know Oprah's awful. Oprah, you think Oprah's awful? Yes. God awful. She's with like one of the worst. What's what's so wrong with Oprah, man? She's Oprah. just counterfeit to me. She just, you know, she is, is. I was, you know, coming up, I was a big Oprah fan and watched her show and everything. And just then her show, you know, white. She whitewashed it, and then she, uh, you know, when she started on her little healthy shit, I seen the first time I ever seen her really like. I realized like, oh, this bitch is like not one of us. Mm-hmm. It's when she tried to put that beef 
on TV and talk about how horrible it was and, and the beef industry had they to reel her. her ass in. Yeah, they sued her. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, come on. Like, she, what? She had to fight a lawsuit. She like, oh, I, I like Oprah. You I can still, you person. can, she, she I've had some problems with Oprah in the past, but I think that Oprah's good. I Oprah's think cool. I think that she's a scumbag. She's a billionaire. And I just don't like, <laughs> and I also just don't like some of the things that she represents. She did a speech when she, when she got her little Oscar or whatever, she did a little speech and I was offended. She never won an Oscar. Not the Oscar, but you know that award she won at at the um, what awards were those? What are the ones before the Oscars? The Golden Globes. Golden Globes. Didn't she get like I don't know Black Person of the Year or something like that? <laughs> what did she say? <laughs> she said, you know, she says she she compared uh, Reese. Uh, what's her name? Is her name Reese Taylor, the black woman who was uh, raped and dragged um, in the South? She tried to compare her story to like a Me Too movement, a woman, hmm. you know, just try to try to even mesh those type of stories together. I just wanted to throw like up. No, don't try. Don't do us. We the bl- black woman has nothing to do with the Me Too movement. Nothing. The black woman has nothing to do nothing. with the Me Too movement. It's not about us. The black a black woman started. The yeah, Me Too and she has nothing to do with Trump black Berg. women. How come every time something happens to black women, she doesn't say anything? So you, so you saying Toronto Burt? By, by the way, I've done work with her. That's a good sister. I've, I've heard she is, but my th- my problem is every time something happens to a black woman, like somebody, like uh, the whole ESPN things and what that was happening, they don't speak Which up. Which ESPN thing? Um, one of my friends, um, Adrian, she uh, accused this, ESPN of sexual uh, misconduct, and and nobody stood for her. Hmm. Nobody stood for her. You feel like black women are being left behind in the Me Too movement? Yeah. Just like the women's movement, period. That wasn't about black women. That was about white women. Hmm. I, I, I would say that there are a lot of black women who think not only are they a part of both movements, but they're at the front of both movements, Mika. That's unfortunate. <laughs> it's unfortunate that they feel that way. Yeah. But these movements are being spearheaded by beautiful, powerful black women. You don't think that that means anything? I just think that we got a lot of scammers out here, you know? Hmm. I just think that, you know... You don't just because you're black, that doesn't mean that you're going to do everything that's right. I mean, we had a black president. He didn't do everything that we, he should have done as a black man, like in that office. But I understand you can't get fucking killed. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. I just feel like we're still going to do things the right way. We're gonna, still going to make sure we don't step on toes and, and keep it all the way real. You is know? there anyone you feel like who's not doing that? Since we, Because this is a question I like to ask. Like, we, we hear about, like, if I throw names out there, people start shooting the names now, right? Um, not specifically you, but other people, right? If I throw names out there, people start shooting down the names. Oh, D-Ray's not this because of this way. Oh, Toronto's mm-hmm. not this because of this way. Oh, uh, Sean King's yeah, not this because I'll of this way. You. And I ask people all, all, always, who's doing it correctly? I don't think anybody's going to give you, like, everything that you want in a leader. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Especially considering today's time where, like, for, for me, me for example, I feel like I'm a leader in sports for my culture. Do you understand what I mean? I feel mm-hmm. like I'm different than other black people speaking about sports in the black community. Mm-hmm. You know, and a How part... How do you feel like you're different? Because I don't have... Um, I don't have anybody filtering me, muzzling me. I actually get to speak from my truest point, hate it or love it. Mm. And I I don't risk getting fired. Right. And who else can do that in Mm. the sports industry? Name me somebody. Word up. I got you. You see what I mean? Yeah. And so I just get 
bother that people don't really see that the only reason that I'm not in these places where the, these other people are is because of that. Mm. It's because they can't tell me what to do. Mm. That's also your strength, though, right? Correct. Right. So would yeah. you want to be at a bigger shop? Um, yes. But the problem that I, I was just saying to you is the problem is once people start to listen to me and feel what I'm saying and then they found out that I'm not I don't. I'm not religious mm -hmm. then all of a sudden it's like oh you see what I mean mm -hmm. so there's one thing like certain leaders that are super super Jesus Christ hallelujah I'm not I, it's tough for me to get behind that right but I still feel you on other things and I think that now in this era we're never going to find somebody that's right right so because for me, this, there's this, so many things that we aren't just all going to agree on this is the way I look at that and that's a actually a very compelling point that you talk about is that in most things in life, you have to uh, utilize some compartmentalization, right? In most mm -hmm. things in life, it, to live a, a, a varied life or um, a diverse life or to have a diverse mind or to, uh, you know, have all these different experiences, you have to pull different things from different people. There are people who have movements that are based in religion that I don't agree with their religion at all. Right. But what their religion has led them to do socially. Right. I agree with that, right? Me too. So, so you know what I mean? Like, so, um, there are a lot of tenets of what goes on with the Nation of Islam that I cannot agree with, right? Because some of those things are rooted in religious dogma. But what that sort of inspiration the blackness, the has proudness, led them to do yeah. in the community, mm -hmm. you got to give it up for them. You got to give yeah. it up for what those I guys almost do. was this close. To joining the Nation of Islam? Oh, yes. Why I, didn't you? Um, I just don't like people telling me what to do in general, mm -hmm. you know, just in life. And um, there's no, you, once you're in there, you either fully committed or you're not. And I just don't know if I could fully commit to the entire movement. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I just have to step back from, you know, and watch from afar and cheer them on and, you know, try to what support them. What about the them. Nation of Islam, like, enticed you? Their blackness, their proudness, their honesty about blackness mm -hmm. and and this country and uh, where we should be and where we should stand like I, I'm one of those people that believe segregation uh, shouldn't have happened mm -hmm. I mean it should have happened mm -hmm. we should have stayed in our own groups you're a nationalist yeah we should have just stayed in our own groups and that doesn't mean we can't mesh or mingle in other ways it's just I wish that we had black communities, our own money, our own government, our own policing, mm -hmm. you know, all those things so we could deal with each other the way that we know how to deal with each other as opposed to allowing someone who, you know, I, I think it's just a, a insane idea that a bunch of billionaires are supposed to make sure people are treated properly. Mm. Like how, how do we even think this system works? It doesn't mm. work. You know, and so I just feel like if we would have stayed in our own groups, we would know our power. We would know how amazing we are. We wouldn't question, you know, if we're great and just all those things in the nation of Islam. They speak of that language. Right. And they, they, they talk about that. Yeah, they talk about self-reliance. Yeah. And that's a very important uh, trait that any group uh, that is successful has. Mm -hmm. They have self-reliance. They rely on each other. Yeah. And they hold each other accountable mm -hmm. when they're off code. Um, but they also do more than hold each other accountable. They lift each other up. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, I, I, I agree with that. I think that in terms of, like, society, there doesn't have to be 
complete and total segregation. There's no such thing. You shouldn't be completely and totally segregated. This world is meant for all of us to share. But at the same time, specifically for black people in America, when you look at it, is reaching outside of ourselves to try to appeal to the ruling class just simply hasn't worked. No. Just asking people to be decent and treat us right, it just hasn't worked. But I think it would be a much smarter strategy to ask us to treat each other decently because there's a shared experience there that to me um, would take us a lot further. I agree with that. I think sometimes people get kind of lost in the weeds like, oh my God, do you want to go back to having separate bathrooms? Do you want to go back to, nah, none of that. Do you want to go? But I always tell this story. My grandfather lost his grocery store to integration. Mm-hmm. He lost it to, because sometimes in our community mm-hmm. we're reaching for the American dream like so hard that we're pulling muscles. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that, uh, we don't see that we have our own dream that's manifesting in our, uh, itself in reality amongst each other. Right. And sometimes that's not good enough. But that's one thing like we, we share that as far as the nation of Islam. I just think that the nation of Islam is I just like bacon, man. You know what I'm saying? I just want to, like, it's like, you know, plus oh, I love Jesus done. Christ. Like, listen, I love Jesus. I you love don't even Jesus. know Jesus. I love Jesus You don't and know I love that bacon. nigga. That nigga I don't know you. Is Jesus, Jesus black or bacon. white? He's black. Of course he so is. So why do white people say he's white? You cool with that? You cool knowing that your race, your religion thinks that, that your Jesus is white. Like, the I'm, majority of this country I says you're crazy. I can't be mad with fools being fools, but I just know it's true, I baby. Think it's just a fool. Jesus is black. Jesus black. He has Semitic to be, in my black opinion. Man. You feel what was. I'm saying? You know, the Bible says it, man. Skin of bronze, hair of wool. That's a brother. And it definitely Plus, had to be a nigga. Plus, who is going to turn water into wine so everybody can party, man? Like, all, like yeah, man, who going to like that? You know what I'm saying? They're like, they're like nah, it's going to be no party. Jesus is like, I don't think y'all know who I am. Bam, let's get this popping. It's got to be a black dude. Are we going to, you brought up bacon. Are we going to have a food topic Go for it. Well, you no, seem like just, you got something you want to get off your chest. I'm not, you feel like, nah, my nigga, no, you, feel you like had you some shit you, you was trying you got, to get off. If you got something no, negative you, to say about bacon, you texted you can go me. Ahead, you go ahead and say what, the, say what you want to say, dog. You want to talk? You know what I'm saying? Talk. It's your shit, dog. T- say what you got to say about bacon. No, I, it's not bacon. I was just talking to you about meat. You know, I just wanted to know how your diet was going. You remember like that the, post? Uh, the meat diet? Yeah. I killed some fucking ribs yesterday. <laughs> killed them. It was dumb. See, your problem is you're killed trying to not eat meat ribs. to lose weight. That's no, not, not what you're supposed to do. Well, what I was trying to do at first was, okay, so I got a, a first of all, we I, had a disagreement. I turned in. I turned in my first chapter of my book yesterday. So give it up for me. I turned in okay. my first chapter of my book. Right. So this was this was gonna happen. Normally, my weight fluctuates from about two fifty five to two thirty five. It used to be a little different. I my use weight used to fluctuate from fucking three seventy five to three seventy. But now okay. I'm either normally lean or I'm a little fluffy. But I never get out of control anymore. Right. Twenty pounds is nothing for me. Literally, if I go if I go hard for like the next four or five days, I'll peel off eight, nine pounds. Some of it will be water, but it just depends. I got to a point to where things got so busy for me that I couldn't get back in the gym like I really wanted to. I could get in the gym, but only maintenance get in the gym. Because mm-hmm. in order to, for me to get my body back the way it is, I got to be in the gym a little bit longer, right? Mm-hmm. People don't get it. 30 minutes in the gym and an hour for the gym is a completely different thing. Like, yeah. It really adds up that extra time that you put in there. But I just, I've been so busy traveling around and stuff like that. I have a time. So I decided, you know what I'm going to do? I'm go a little harder with the diet. I'm going to cut out meat. I'm going to cut out meat, and that's going to make up for the other part of that. So and a 30-minute so diet, a 30-minute, a 35-minute workout, 
a, a three mile run. This is funny. A three mile run plus not eating meat, that should be like an hour workout. You know, the three, 400 push ups a day plus the, that should be like a boom, boom, boom. Shit did not work. Didn't work, motherfucker. The shit why didn't, didn't it work though? It didn't work at all because I'm not doing it right. First of all, that's also why it because didn't work. you was eating bullshit. Eating what like like what like you you tell me like I can't have a donut? Correct. Like nah. you're not supposed to be eating donuts if you like see what I mean? Like you can't. I know how to lose you're weight. You're fucking up the skew. The 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 percentages. You know, like if you really cut meat out and you were working out and you were healthy, you would see incredibly drastic results and I think there would be good results but you put bullshit in there now it's like meat got a bad reputation it's not about uh, meat got a bad reputation <laughs> hey never hate on meat you was like I'm going I didn't eat meat said, for this what, long and nothing happened not and I'm just I like what oh I said my was, god I realized that I can find all kinds of ways to be fat yeah it's not just meat fat <laughs> it's donut fat it's ice cookie cream fat, fat it's cookie fat <laughs> yeah. it's all of that shit but look then I got attacked <laughs> but you know what you know you, first of all, everybody that gets on my Instagram, I just want to uh, put out a disclaimer to you guys. <laughs> Two things about Miko. <laughs> One thing is, I know I Miko. Got time. Miko is my friend. The second thing is, Miko don't know how to talk to people. Nope, so don't. don't jump out. Don't jump on Miko for on my benefit, because that's like my homegirl. She that's just how she talks. Miko coming in like, nigga, fuck you. Eat the right <laughs> shit, dumbass bitch. Bye. And then you'll be like. Oh shit! That's just Miko being Miko, and then everybody else is going. Why is this lady being so mean to Van? Right, like, right, <laughs> like, 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 and then and, and I get attacked, and then you get attacked. Yeah, and then I end up having to say, "Y'all, why don't y'all relax?" Then they man. start coming for me, telling me I'm ugly. They my, don't say my, that. Oh God, I they get so many that. I'm uglies. My body is trash. They say your body's trash. Yeah. How do you feel about your body? Uh, fucking, I look amazing. <laughs> <laughs> shit. <laughs> Uh, look at me. Look at this glow. I'm 44 years old. 44 savage. Titty sitting right here. I want to bite you. <laughs> so you look, you feel, you you look at yourself in the mirror. You go, I look yeah. Great. I think I look great. I How mean, was the competition at the Joe Budden pool party? Oh uh, no, it wasn't really. I mean, especially my age group. It was nobody in my age group in a two piece. Let's in your, just start in your, there. In your age in bracket, the 40s. You, was, you was killing it. But but uh, there is also you know you the twenties. You know I haven't had any, outside of my boobs. I haven't had any other work done. So mm -hmm. just the fact that this is all me. Right. <laughs> when you walk into a situation, shout out to Joe and them by the way. Um, <clears throat> I was in New York for the book meetings. I could, I did not go by the pool party. I did not do it. Uh, maybe I should have, but I had to focus. Um, so at the focus. So uh, um, when you go to a place like that, and you know you still have obviously pride in the way you look as a lady, do you look around and be like, "Yo, I'm killing these bitches in here"? Do you have that thought? Oh uh, yeah, I do. <laughs> I do. Um, it has nothing to do with destroying someone else. It's right. really just about bigging myself up and being proud of the work I've done to. Mm -hmm. You know, not only look like this on the outside, but I feel like I look on the inside. You know, what do you so eat? a lot of plants. Plant -based. A lot of plants. Um, the only meat that I still consume to this day, and there's a long story behind it, but it's crab. Crab. So, yeah. But that doesn't. That's like not really meat. I know, but it yeah. is meat technically. So you're, so you're, so you're pretty much. Besides eating some crab every now and again, you're pretty much vegan. I'm a, I'm plant based. I don't like that word vegan. It sounds like a cuss word. You know, right. I love cuss words, but right. I don't like that one. Well, how long you been plant based? Um, I've been doing this about four years. How has it been? 
It's good. Like, you know, once you get past, you know, the dairy, once you get past the ice cream and the cheese, that's that was the toughest thing for me. Mm-hmm. Once I got past that, it was easy because I really don't uh, care for too much meat anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and then once I started doing research and learning, you know, what's inside the meat and what I was eating, it just made it that much easier to give it up as well. So I tried the vegan thing. I tried it. I fucked that. It's tough. You know, you need. I had headaches, man. You know what it is, too, because people don't really understand the importance of getting all the vitamins and nutrients that you still need. You can't just not eat meat. Like, you know, you have to eat certain plants. You have to eat certain vitamins, certain nutrients. You have to make sure you're getting everything so you're not weak and dizzy or you're not farting all day, you know, with the (laughs) bubble guts. You know, because all you're doing is eating kale salads. Like, right. you know, you got to switch it up. Speaking of, I'm so I'm so bad. I was hoping that I would have my book by the end of this summer. But I'm, I'm doing a cookbook. And what's, it's, what's for, a cookbook? it's for people that are trying to learn transition to be more plant based. Right. And, you know, and I don't tell it's I tell people, y'all niggas crazy. Don't do this. <laughs> That's the name of the cookbook. <laughs> you know, it's just to help because people are always like, you know, I tried this and all I did was eat rice every day or pasta every day. And mm-hmm. that's boring. And so I've, you know, been working on this for four years. And so I've created a cookbook with about, uh, I think there's 40 recipes mm. for people to try, you know, to see like the difference and how much easier it can be. And, you know, you just incorporate them, you know, throughout your week and try it and and see how you feel and see, you know, people. a lot of people do it for weight loss. Some people do it just to feel better mm-hmm. in general, lighter, you know. And change a lot of people don't realize how many things that are uh, in the food that's breaking them out that they have acne and mm-hmm. and bad skin stuff like all inflamed yeah you, yeah and, 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 like and you know a part of being plant based is to check yourself out and go get tested of exactly what you're allergic to you mm. find out yeah. and you know it just makes you look better your skin glowing you know you just feel good I, I feel good when I eat plants it right. just makes me feel so good well, what's your favorite fucking plant to eat. Um, probably an avocado. Really? I love avocados. Good. Like, a lot. I eat them all kind of ways. Now, is your kid plant-based? Yes. Uh, he is not, he's not fully plant-based. Aiden, uh, has, I give him bacon twice a year. And, Damn. um. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that was fucking, that's sad. Well, like, like, when does he get. He's never had dairy when in does his he life. Get, when does he get bacon again? The new year. This nigga is somewhere right now crossing off days on a calendar waiting yeah. for that piece of bacon that's so crazy yeah. i like aiden she be posting videos of aiden like <laughs> she's out there she's saying something aiden in the back attacking the cat or something like that that's Dog. Your, like you like got young king energy yeah young king energy but he only get bacon twice a year Yeah, but he's allowed to eat chicken um and he said like last week that he's ready to give up chicken he said you know i think i'm ready to give it up you know he you know he eats vegan you know plant-based predominantly you know mm-hmm. throughout the week so you know i let him eat chicken you know just i let him have his first lemon heads this year he doesn't really eat any bullshit his first lemon heads yeah he had his first dorito last year because dorito finally made a chip that doesn't have dairy in it right what what chip is that the spicy nacho doesn't have dairy yeah that's, no dairy that's the that? vegan chip for doritos so are you worried that like as soon as he like goes to college or like gets around <laughs> it this nigga just gonna fucking go berserk 
if you um, don't, if, if he can't have a Dorito, no, 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 no. I've, I've, I've given him things to try. He doesn't like them, and it's because he w- didn't grow up eating them. That's that mama you know? peer pressure, though. But no, no, no. I like the lemon head. Like I've given him Skittles, like Starburst, yeah. and just smelling them, he gags. Like right. he doesn't like the smell of candy what at all. What about some sweet potato pie? He Look, does eat that, he's like but it's vegan. You vegan know? sweet potato pie. Like, yes. What's in the vegan sweet potato pie, though? Like? I mean, the only thing you swap, but there's no egg. You don't need an egg in your sweet potato pie. I don't know why black people do that. It's so, so unnecessary. Because the shit tastes good. It's Nico. so unnecessary. We, it's eat, a, we eat eggs because eggs make cakes and shit taste mm-hmm. good. You can you can swap it out for so many things, but you know, I need mean, just use vegan butter, and vegan butter tastes exactly like regular butter. Yeah, I always say that. I wouldn't even lie. There's nothing yeah, I else. Say that. There's nothing else that tastes exactly like the same thing except butter the, the vegan butter what is it made out of they use plants they use uh cream like coconut milk mm-hmm. um vegan butter yeah it's it's I, i'm gonna have that you try some okay. i promise you I'm, I'm i'll give you some toast with both butters on it i promise you you won't be able to tell me this is the type one. of shit i'm into this is the content that we need yes like the content that we need is people trying vegan shit and being able to tell the difference and smashing your little fucking theory right here because yeah. I've been eating butter my whole life. Me too. I was nearly 400 pounds. I know about you butter. You know about butter. You know what I'm saying? So, like, <laughs> <laughs> look at she put the drive. Like, like, you know about butter, big ass nigga. Um, thickums. Uh, Why you thickums? Let me, let me ask you this. So, like, you're 44. Yes. You're obviously very, very youthful looking. Okay. Mm-hmm. How, getting older, um, how does that impact, like, your view of yourself is there ever any time that you think uh i'm not 25 or 28 or 20 is there ever any time to where that enters into your yeah like what well i just what does miko feel like she's too old for now well um i'm too old to be going out to clubs um more than once a week see but you turn up though Oh, I I turn up, <laughs> but not I don't really like clubs. I would rather go to a strip club. Okay, and that's just a, a way that I like to stimulate my economy. Mm-hmm. Um, this I I don't want to spend five thousand dollars or two twenty five hundred dollars on bottles at some club. I'd rather throw that at a stripper and help her pay her bills. Right, your DMs like that's just be flooded. They already are. The strippers the strippers know who I am. They know Word when up. I come in town. Okay, I'm finna, I'm finna throw some money. All right. They know that already. Look, I'm talking about. But, you know, just stuff like that. And I just don't want to be in the club all night. It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't excite me like it used to. Drinking doesn't excite me like it used to. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a weed smoker. You know, right. I'm high right now. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, every now and then I do like to have a cocktail or two by the pool. Right. With my, my girlfriends, you, you know. Love but the pool. I love the pool. Shout out to Maya. Shout out to Maya, yes. But, uh, you know, that's I would rather do that. I'd rather my friends come over and we get in our little tiny bikinis and take shots by the pool, smoke weed, and just, you know, just have that kind of fun. Not going to some club, giving somebody all my money, and then they don't even play the music I want to hear anyway. Mm. Is there an age where you feel like people shouldn't be in the club anymore? No, I don't. I think anybody should do what the fuck they feel like they're doing. Some Mm. people don't get to live until they're 50. Mm. You know, sometimes you've been struggling your whole fucking life trying to get somewhere and then you finally get to 48 and you lit and you can afford to do some shit. It's just happening for you. Do it. Right. Fucking do it. Like live however you want. I just so happen to have been in the club since I was 16 years old. (laughs) Damn. 
partying right here in LA with the college in LA. So what college you go to again? We talked Cal about State LA. Cal State LA. Yeah, so I've lived it, you know, and then I played ball overseas. So I've partied in all different countries, mm-hmm. different languages, different music, different drugs. Like, you know, it's just, I didn't seen a lot of shit. Yeah. What's your thoughts on cocaine? I think it should be legal. You think cocaine should be legal? I think all drugs should be legal. Okay, so they, so not specifically cocaine, but all drugs. All should drugs be should be legal. You cannot be a free society and also drug free. Hmm. Cannot be. Hmm. What's your What's the main reason you feel like all drugs should be legal? Because I think that it's an excuse to lock people up. You know, okay. you you're, you're allowing people to drink alcohol, and you're making sure you you're trusting them to do the right thing with alcohol. Mm-hmm. And why not everything else? Right. Why are you stopping people from their drug of choice? Like I don't I don't get DUIs. I don't really drink like that. So every drug, like every drug, should be meth, legal. Black tar, fucking heroin, all of it. Crank. Allow it to be one hundred percent legal. Opioids. And all it, of instead of killing us with all this food and this bad pollution, let people overdose. Then if that's what they gonna fucking do, <laughs> you know, if they want to off themselves like that, it's better than them okay. hurting somebody else. Do you think it's like a public health issue though? When you no. have drugs flooding the streets and people using it drugs wasn't and- when we was uh, doing the crack epidemic. So what's the problem? Nah, it wasn't. They actually use it. They they definitely. I think the the um the opioid thing is, is kind of like that was the best thing about uh, uh about Dave Chappelle's special. Yeah, y'all bad. Yeah, I don't care. It's like yeah, it's, it's tough. <laughs> It's tough. tough now, like, I hate to see people doing bad. It it's ain't. tough to care. Now it's it's tough to be as invested when all you did for a public health crisis that was happening in the eighties is throw my uncles in jail. Exactly. It's like it's, it's tough to be like, oh my god. Yeah, we should really put y'all in some clinics. But it's it's it like <laughs> you gotta care about people. You gotta be a good human being. But it's hard when we know that you took a public health crisis and not just that with heroin you ruined our, our the black families you allowed so many single mothers to fend for themselves which caused so many other problems in gone. our in our community yeah, yeah we're still suffering from all of that let alone slavery we still we got decades and decades mm-hmm. of shit that we're struggling through yeah. and I, that's why i felt like if we had our own communities we would have been able to heal faster around each other amongst each other bigging up each other as opposed to constantly competing with each other constantly like how we're doing now like we don't really know how to embrace each other and to be like you know what i'm proud of you you know Mm. what i'm saying like we we too busy like you you've seen it you see a motherfucker the people posting these chicken sandwiches all over their social media and they never posted (laughs) their homeboy or their homegirl's business and i'm just like wow yeah, because, you know, I didn't. I never even talked about it on my podcast because I, I was offended when I found out that Popeye's made $23 million in 11 days off the black back. And right. we got nothing for that. Well, we got the chicken sandwich. What the fuck? You, I that, mean, the chicken but, sandwich being, is not even real chicken? I'm going to be real with you. I don't really feel like you could talk about this issue. Why? Because I don't eat bullshit? Because you, you don't eat the chicken sandwich. I don't. I'm going to be real with you. I, like, I don't really feel like... You could talk about this issue, Miko, because you don't know how good a chicken sandwich hits. I you used to eat chicken sandwiches. Fuck you, you, you mean, you, you, man. You haven't eaten a chicken sandwich in a while. True that. So, like, you talk, you come in. It's like weird. Like, I can't come down on the vegan lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> I don't really know. I I haven't had the chicken sandwich either because I'm not eating meat, right? 
But from what I'm seeing on the fucking internet, I've had people do tell me what they think, and and I know I understand why people think the Popeye's chicken sandwich is better. I get it. <laughs> but you get that they were like going crazy over the chicken. Yeah, it's yeah, I get it. It's right. it's chemicals. It's this is what it is. Right. It's more chemicals than chicken. It's not that much chicken in the world for us to have all these chicken sandwiches, dog. Don't y'all know that's not chicken? <laughs> Some of it. They got a lot of chickens in the world. No, they got no. A lot of we done ran out of chickens a long time ago. Got a lot of chickens. This is not no longer chicken. It's weird chickens. I I, I walked this. I, I saw this uh, documentary on Netflix, and Austin, did you see this? Where the guy had the chicken coop. They were they were showing two different types of farms, and the one guy had his chickens on free range farms. The chickens looked all fucking happy, and they were seeing mm-hmm. fucking kumbaya and running around and being free and stuff like that. And that doesn't mean he wasn't slaughtering the chickens. He was fucking the chickens up, but they okay. were fucking healthy chickens looking mm-hmm. great. And then this other guy had this. Uh, gigantic silo, basically, mm-hmm. um, where it was dark inside. The chickens couldn't even really see. And the documentary crew was about to go inside of this place and shoot it. And just before they were about to go in, he got a call from a chicken company. I don't want to say the name of it wrong, but it was one of the famous ones. Okay. And he came back out and he was like, you guys can't shoot inside. Oh, my God. But that's the thing. Like you- you got, and I was thinking to myself. Yo, it's man, bad. This, this nigga don't want us to see the his chicken. chicken was going to be six feet tall in there. <laughs> I'm telling you. Six feet tall, LeBron-looking like, like chickens my in mom, there. My mom was like, the chicken might be in there, all breast, no beak. Yeah, like, four all, legs, yeah, like all five like, wings. You know what I'm saying? All of that shit like that. I just thought about that. And that's what, even before, that's what made me start getting just the organic, free-range, farm-range yeah, chicken. Yeah, you can just, find good chicken, right. but, but Popeye's is not looking for good chicken. Popeye's is mass-consuming like most of the fast food industries, and they're getting whatever they can get their hands on and call it chicken. But is it okay, is it okay Miko, that we went chicken crazy for a couple of days? Just because, I, I, I tell you why. I, I, I wish we would go black-owned business I, I, crazy see, for but, a couple but, but of here's, days. Here's somebody, give somebody else... That shines. I, I Some of it. our own people. I, I, I get it, but this is what I'm saying. I understand that, and you're right. But I feel like every time we start having a, because before then, all we were talking about was fucking Jay Z and Colin Kaepernick, and mm-hmm. I've had and rightfully that, so. I, rightfully so. And right? I feel like Popeyes is, is scamming ass. Probably the reason Jay Z <laughs> told him to put this chicken sandwich out <laughs> so he could get the heat off of his neck. <laughs> Uh, he's, a bil- he's a billionaire now. Wait, wait, wait. He's a billionaire now. So you're telling me that Jay-Z is somewhere in a Rock Nation office like, shit, shit. man. These niggas on my fucking ass. Popeyes. Popeyes. <laughs> do, do what you do. <laughs> yes. Yo, man, y'all need to come out with a chicken sandwich right now and get these niggas something to talk about, man. They on my fucking head. But what I, this is what I'm saying. It's like I do my best to support black businesses. I support them all the time. I can I, tell you. I, do. I, I, I do. But like, for a couple of days, I just want to be silly on the internet with chicken sandwiches. Is that okay, too? No, that's fine. It is. It's just sad because we do it so much. Mm-hmm. Like, we drive everything, everything, right. music, fashion, food. And we just don't drive it in our own garage. Yeah. And, you know, and it's just like we just, we, we have so much power. We, how is it that we are the, the brokest mm-hmm. of the people here, yet we spend the most? Mm trillion dollars right. with us we're chasing something you see what i mean we're chasing something we're why chasing, don't we put that into our in, own people we're chasing inclusion we're chasing being a part of something yeah we think we're being denied but we don't see that and we have it we just got to build it for ourselves yeah and that's why segregation was important and that's why <laughs> and that's why you're against the chicken sandwiches yeah 
I See, am. It's Miko full of shit. If they had like a vegan chicken sandwich and everybody was going crazy over you when i first one. started when i first started you know this plant-based life i did eat some fake meat and i just realized you know what fake i don't meat. really want any fake meat mm -hmm. i really just want to eat plants i right. really don't require it i did it to my son you know to trick him into mm -hmm. getting off certain meats that he was eating and mm -hmm. it worked you know now he's only a chicken eater my husband has no interest in not eating any meat i have to cook him just about every meat that that's this nigga's in the nfl yes he's not trying to go out there and play a whole game on brussels sprouts no relax like, like, See, like, like that's, the, that's like, what that, that's what people what say like, that's his, what people man, say man, get this dude some this dude is a quarterback man shout out to brent this dude is a <laughs> quarterback been playing in the league where guys don't last how long has he been playing this in the is league? his 14th year 14 years in the nfl in the last four he has been predominantly plant-based 14 predominantly yes that means but during the football season i do give him more meat than usual of course you do and that's not it's not really because of anything else but calories not gonna be out there making tackles on that it's about man. calories for him he's he a he's he eats like an offensive lineman believe I bet it or he does. not well he's out there putting his body through a lot of hell yeah. man so recovery. I have to feed him a lot of food. And when you're plant-based, there's not a lot of calories in your food. You run right through it. You, you use everything that you're eating. Mm. So I have, to I have to make sure I still give him some fat. And that's why mm. I give him, that's where the meat comes in for him. Are you looking forward to the day, 14 years? So he's, it's going to be, it's coming to an end pretty soon. Yeah. Are you looking forward to the day that he's not playing anymore? Uh, not really. I enjoy <laughs> it. I really think that he can play till he's 40 years old. He oh, just turned 30. He he's 36. Okay. Uh, he could easily play until he's 40. Would he do it? I doubt it just because of the, the way the league is ran and just how they would give him such minimal amount of money to do it. He mm -hmm. would play for free, just keeping it a buck. That's how much he loves football, but he doesn't like, you know, the Monday through Saturday. He likes Sunday. Right. You know, but you got to deal with Monday through Saturday to, mm -hmm. to, to play. To really, to, to get out there and do your thing. Yeah, he wants to play. Why why aren't you looking forward to the day that he retires? I just, you know, he's he's tried to retire on me three times already. And you keep talking him back into yeah. it? Yeah. Why? The well, first time he tried to retire was 10 years ago, 2009. He tried to retire because he was still on the bench. And, um, you know, he just was never getting any playing time. And I, you know, talked him out of it then. And then... 2015 he tried to retire and I talked him out of it then and and then um 2017 and then last year also so. some people might think that maybe you don't want this man to retire because you like having him out of the house for a whole part of the year so you can be in there doing your own thing and what do you mean out life. of the house I mean he'd be gone so you where like, does he go like 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 he he's on the road and stuff like I that. I go right? with him to every single road trip. So what the fuck is it then? Like why don't you want him to retire? Because I want him to continue to show the NFL that he is that nigga. They've never given him the credit he deserves even to this day. Just the fact that he has 33 interceptions on nine starting seasons. Nobody even talks about that type of shit. Yeah, he's played 13 years, but th uh, three of those were on the practice squad. One was injured. Mm -hmm. So technically, you know, he's on he's the got, play. So he's got 33 picks in 9 years. <laughs> Yes. That's you see what I'm saying? Like yeah. nobody talks about how two times in those nine years he led the NFL and passes defended. Mm. Nobody ever talks about he has the one of the greatest NFLs anybody's ever interceptions anybody's ever seen. Yeah. I you know? know, and it's just like you just he just doesn't get the respect he deserves. And so I personally feel like the longer he plays, the more, the more disrespectful that he's being to right the on. league. Right. You, you guys are in Tampa now? No, he's free agent right now. Oh, he okay. isn't signed with anyone. He's waiting for the 
right opportunity this year. He doesn't so want ready. to sign with anybody. Where would you want him to sign? Me personally, I would like for him to be a Los Angeles Ram. Okay. Yes. Why is that? That's my team. You love the Rams. I grew up a Rams fan. You know, we can only girl. talk so much NFL. I know. Because I don't fuck with the NFL. I know. I know. I don't fuck with them, man. Yeah. Like, can, can, I, can I have a real honest moment with the people right now? Go ahead. Talk to have me. a real honest moment with the people. It's hard not fucking with the NFL. I know, because you, your team is good, too. Yeah, I like, yeah, man. It's like Your quarterback it's, is good. It's, it's not hard not doing it, but it's hard not doing it. And I'll tell you what I mean by that. It's like, I have it in my mind that the NFL is a racist league, right? I have it in my mind that the mm-hmm. NFL is a bad league. So when I see it, I get uh, um, a visceral reaction of negativity now. I have now a negative mm-hmm. thing in my mind over the NFL. I just, it just does. However... When I see everybody else participating, it, my dad and my, my homeboys and everything like that, that's the part where you go, okay, there's something I'm missing out on that I did for a, for a very, very long time. So right and now, FOMO? a little bit, but I really, it's, it's just about the fact that it was such a big part of my life for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. And now it's just so, when you get older, it's not just the NFL, the, the fucking veil gets ripped off so many things that you thought yeah. was dope. yeah. So many things you thought were great, you just realized. Imagine that they the players. Suck. Yeah, you know, for people sure. are always saying like, "Oh, why are they kneeling if they're still playing for them?" Like, you have to understand, these people have trained for this their entire life. The this lives. is the only job that they're capable of doing. A lot of these men, mm-hmm. and you're basically asking them to give it up. If you work for Coca-Cola or Pepsi and you find out your owner is a racist, you quitting your job? Mm. No. So you feel like we've? I've had that conversation before. You feel like the people that are saying that you can't both. Uh, kneel and Pro- take a play check and, and you feel like that's, that's not, not true. No. Because nobody else do. We know there's other racist businesses in this world and people work for them and they don't quit their job. So why does an athlete have to quit his job just because we found out that his owner is a piece of shit? Hmm. You so, see what I mean? So what? Like, do you think the people that say that do they have any type of point? Because I happen to agree with you. Well, I think that they don't. They're, it's tough for them to relate because they all they see is millions of dollars. Money, That's yeah. all they see. First of all, every NFL player is not a millionaire. It's a, whole, a league full of thousandaires. First of all, mm-hmm. you know, and so. You, when you think about you get to work somewhere until you're 65 to take care of your family. The average NFL career is three and a half years. If you only get three and a half years to take care of your family for the rest of your life, like you're not about to listen to somebody telling you to quit because this guy called black, you know, NFL players, you know, sons of bitches or peace. You know what I mean? Like you, yeah. you just you're just not going to. Put your family in jeopardy, especially if everybody's not doing it. If it's not a collective thing that we're all on the same page and they're not, Mm -hmm. you know, so you have to tuck your shit in. Sometimes there's a lot of proud black men that hate the NFL, hate what it stands for, but they got mouths to feed. They got kids to take care of, you Mm -hmm. know, and that's same as anybody else in any other job. The only difference is they're going to be out of their career before they're 35 years old and they have to take whatever they made from that piece of shit owner and take care of their family. Hmm. That's it. So do you take it personally when people say that? Not really. It's just ignorance. It's just they just don't understand. You put it in in their perspective and show them, like, you would never do this. When when have any nine-to-five middle of America type of workers ever agreed with their boss at their job. Right. You see what I mean? Like, why is that so hard for them to understand? Mm. 
Mm. Like your boss is a fucking asshole too and a piece of shit and yeah. is treating you awfully, mm -hmm. paying you way less than you deserve. Right. It's the same thing over here. You know, it's the same thing. Mm. Um, speaking of that, what, what, what's your take on the recent developments with Rock Nation? And I mean, we did, a, we just dove into it in a whole podcast uh, the week before. Recent developments. You talking about this concert and this clothing line that JC gets the profit off of? Yeah, Megan Trainer and Big the whole, Whoop. <laughs> what is what is that? What that's what we were that's when we said we were passing you when so we said we were past kneeling, it was for that. So this podcast is gonna go up next Tuesday and by the time the first week of the NFL season will have happened. And what happened is there's gonna be a, a concert featuring Meek Mill and Megan Trainer and they're gonna be inspired chain shirts. And this is the first, I guess, uh, step um in the social justice initiative that Roger Goodell and Jay-Z promised a couple of weeks ago at that press conference. So this is part of it. I'm not saying this is the whole thing. Mm -hmm. This is part of it. I think a lot of people were expecting, if not something more, something different. What was your initial response? I already knew this was a money grab for Jay-Z. He is officially a billionaire. And what you have to do <laughs> is you have to continue to step on people's necks. He is literally stepping on Colin Kaepernick's neck to get his foot in the door to attempt to become uh, an owner of an NFL team. Hmm. Now, I don't know how someone who owns a sports agency can become an owner of a team, but whatever. Mm -hmm. um, the NFL has done bullshit for people before. What they what they said was that uh, is that Jay Z doesn't. He's not. Um, he's not a licensed agent. He's not a. Uh, he's not. He doesn't. Uh, he doesn't run, own the company. He doesn't run Rock Nation in an agency. Sports. Capacity. So right. So what he what he could do is he could easily divest himself of the sports part of mm, that yeah. and become an owner. Yeah, of course. Right. There's always a way around it, you know sure. what I'm saying? But my thing is, this was always a money grab for him, and I don't have a problem with that. I truly don't have a problem with Jay-Z profiting. My problem with him is, you stepped on some people's toes and you didn't say, excuse me. Mm. You did not say, excuse me. Before you ever said, we're past kneeling, you should have asked why they're still kneeling, because there's a reason. Mm. And you didn't find out that reason. Word. You know what I mean? Just to say we're past it, it almost implies that you talked to them about something, you heard what they had to say, you disagreed, mm -hmm. and now you moving forward saying, oh, I'm past what they trying to do. Right. I'm over here. You never had that conversation. Word. That was disrespectful. Hmm. You know, and then the second part of it is, you know, like we saw, like, whenever he did this press conference, he should have, A, had things to in place already to tell us why he's stepping across the picket line in this fashion after saying we don't I don't need y'all you need me telling people not to you know support the NFL telling people not to perform at the Super Bowl you should have had a list of things as to why you did this and you should have also said you know if these things you know do work out and I become an owner I want to rectify what I did in Brooklyn because I fucked y'all over when I was an owner over there what did he do in Brooklyn he went to his own people, his own borough, his own community. I've heard this story, but I want to know what Miko thinks of it. And he basically vouched for this stadium being put right in the middle of their city because people were protesting, causing fucking problems, trying to get signatures to do all these things to stop it from happening. It, yeah. And he basically was like, I got y'all. It's going to work out for us. They about to put some some in, some housing in here that y'all can afford. It's going to be all these jobs. It's going to be this and this I've heard and this. that there have been some job creation. Bullshit. And, there was, and that 
the, the line that I heard was that there were less than 1% of the people there that were displaced. That's why I heard. I don't allow. Bullshit. None of the housing that's there is affordable housing for anybody that was there before. None oh. of it. And all it is, a whole bunch of construction and bullshit. Now it's a whole nother owner. Now it's like, like he just took his little percentage, sold it and dipped out. He didn't say anything. Hmm. Nothing. You know, and it's cool. Don't don't get it fucked up. It's right. not like I, I have a right to tell Jay-Z to do anything. Right. I'm just saying, like, you have to look at the people that, like, you you basically let the NFL put you up as this black face. Like, we got him, though. Right. Y'all daddy. Yeah. This y'all yeah. daddy? And, and. <laughs> Whatever and he said. Because there was so many the black people n- that protesting the NFL and not watching games and not supporting. And when you put Jay-Z up there. It's, yeah. It's like, oh, we back, y'all. Okay, Jay-Z got. Let, well, let's just wait and see mm-hmm. what he's going to do. And my problem with people saying wait and see them same motherfuckers. If he had a meeting with David Duke at, with of the KKK and they partnered up to do something. People will still be saying, well, let's wait and see. It is Jay-Z. So this is the, so, so that brings me to my, like, when I am vehemently against what happened with Jay-Z and Rock Nation in the NFL, I just don't think that it was right the way it went down. No, it's not unnecessary. But let me ask you this. The wait and see approach, do you think that Jay-Z has in any way or anyone, is there anyone who has earned the benefit of the doubt to where, like, you don't cut them down you just kind of see what they got correct going on. so that's the only thing that i would say to yes that. So i not, do it's not it's not for me Le- to it's not for me i don't agree with it i don't think he should have done it i think it was disrespectful i think it was wrong mm-hmm. and i also to be honest with you think that it was a money grab but i'm waiting to see that if it can still work out i want something positive to come from this the problem is i know the nfl i've talked to people in the real coalition well, I know the NFL has zero intentions of doing any fucking thing for us at all. Mm. Nothing. They're going to smoke and mirror the fuck out of us while using Jay-Z to do it. If they wanted to do something, these players would have been off of their knee. They have been asking them to do things. They will not do them. That's why. Mm. So why would I believe that a bunch of billionaires are going to now do something because Jay-Z is there? Why would I believe that? Mm. Now, in, in, in my gut, I'm thinking Jay-Z is a smart man. I'm hoping that he's smart enough to, to finesse this, but he's been scammed already by Brooklyn. Why would I think he's not going to get scammed again by these other 32 billionaires? Jay, Jay-Z is a, a, and it's no shade, let me tell you, because I ain't nowhere near a billion at all. Right. But when you talk about Jay-Z and putting him in the room with these guys, it's it's he's a billionaire, but these motherfuckers are multi-billionaires. You know what? We we had that conversation. It was like the question would be, you know, Jay Z's rich to us, but is he rich to him? Because <laughs> to because, them, because, he's because, nothing I know, to because, them. Because he's around his peer group. Like I'll have this joke, right? Is that I'm doing well in life, but most rooms I'm in, I'm the brokest nigga in the room, right? Because right. I'm around Charlemagne, I'm around you, I'm around all of these different people, right? And these people. They're like they're my peers in professionally, mm-hmm. but I'm still building my shit, right? right. I have to make a great salary, have a great mm-hmm. life, but I'm still building my shit. Being with being or like a lot of my homeboys or people that I grew up with, they will look at me like Jesus Christ, you're doing so well. Right. Sometimes it's hard for and you me are to see doing that. well. Thank you. Sometimes it's hard for me to not 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 to see that I'm doing well, but I want so much more. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's a part of that that could maybe be going on with him, like. It like he is ridiculously, immensely, sensationally successful, 
but he's not with Robert Kraft. That's what happens with billionaires. They want more and more, Mm -hmm. and they don't mind stepping on necks and cutting throats and shitting on whoever they got to do to get there. It just becomes a thing. Like, that's that's a thing for a billionaire. Mm -hmm. They want more. You You got to start. Now it's like, it's on. Now that I'm in the B category, oh, it's fucking on. Now I got to get more and more and more, and I respect anybody trying to do that i just don't have to respect the optics of how you did doing things or how you moving like you Mm. moving dirty like you 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 can't you can't sit in a press conference and somebody say did you talk to colin kaepernick we spoke but i'm not going to speak about what we talked about my nigga that already tells me he don't fuck with you because if he did you wouldn't, couldn't wait to say, oh, we had such a great conversation. Yeah, 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 yeah. He understands exactly what I'm doing. He don't fuck with what you're doing. And that right there should have told you this is too soon. Why did you need to have that press conference on the three-year anniversary of his kneeling? Why? Hmm. You see what the NFL tried to do? Yeah. I don't know why he didn't see that. And it's like, it's cool. I don't care what you're doing. I get what you're trying to do, my nigga. Like, do your thing. You build your legacy, Hover. <laughs> but don't get mad at me for calling you on your bullshit. Right. That's it. No, I get it. That's it. I'm going to sit back like everybody else and hope for the best. I'm hoping that I'm wrong. That, yeah, it's a cash grab, but he also fit a really, like, like me, for me personally, this is the only thing. This is a start of what an NFL owner or franchise could do. Say something like this. They're right. The reason they're kneeling is correct hmm. there are some problems with the police and black people we don't know how, we don't know how to fix them but they right right they right that's it can right. we start there and if we started there it would it would foster so much goodwill yes people would feel like we were it, even if we weren't trying to get there in different ways that we were at least on the same side yes Yes, it will make me feel like the NBA owners have no problems saying that. Instead of doing that, the NFL did the exact opposite. They basically said, shut the fuck up. Yes, and we're gonna we're gonna fund Donald Trump's campaign. Yeah. Like it's just disrespectful. Mm. You know, to just even get in bed with them. Right. It's disrespectful. Mm. But like I said, everybody doing whatever they feel like they gotta do to survive, to make it, to get wherever they wanna get. Go ahead. And the billionaires you feel like are um are 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 evil. Yeah. So all so George Lucas is evil. Evil. Steven Awful. Spielberg. Awful. Horrible. Up. Horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Steven Spielberg do ET man. Well, billionaire. Uh, Dr. Dre. He a billionaire. Kinda. He almost did. Didn't Dr. Dre slap the bullshit out of women for a long uh, time? Shit. Correct. Okay. We ain't even get into his awful. Mm-hmm. That was before billionaires. Michael stats. Jordan's. <laughs> Fuck them kids. All I ever see. Every time I hear somebody say Mike's name, I think about him with that, that just do it sign and it says, fuck them kids. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I'm trying to think. Is there Tamiko Grimes? Did you just use my government name? Miko Grimes. You said, t- oh, to Miko Grimes. Why did I say? I thought you said Tamiko Grimes. Is your name, is your name Tamika? Tamiko? Tamiko. Yes. Tamiko. Tamiko Grimes. Tamiko Grimes. That's your name? Yes. Why'd you shorten it to Miko? I didn't. People did. Everybody just called me Miko my whole life. So I just said, huh. You just went with the Miko? Yes. Did you change your name? My, my homie Tay did that. My husband told me that I should Scotty, change you know, it. Did you know that? Tay Diggs? You know, my, that's my homie. Did you know that his name is actually 
Scott Diggs? No. His name is Scott Diggs. People called him Scott Tay. Oh, God. And he just went with the Tay. Hey. No, I didn't know. My husband told me to, but, you know, I just didn't feel like dealing with all the pressure of changing everything over when mm-hmm. I did it. So I just leave it the way it is. So Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith mm-hmm. have been talking about their marriage a lot lately. They've been saying a couple of things that have been raising eyebrows. Well, I didn't see this. So I'm pumped. In the Negro community. What they said. They said a couple things. They said, number one, they don't see anything that could get them, make them get divorced. Facts. And they don't see anything that can make them get divorced, which is great. Yeah. This is great. But a lot of times when I say stuff like that, like <clears throat> a lot of women that I grew up with or like my mom and them be like, shit, I could think of some things. Um, well. Uh, and they basically have hinted at the fact. They haven't said it. Mm-hmm. They have hinted at the fact. Uh, so Jada said in a Huff, Huff, Huff Live interview, I've always told Will, you can do whatever you want as long as you can look yourself in the mirror and be okay. Because in the end of the day, Will is his own man. I'm here as his partner, but mm-hmm. he's his own man. You don't own people. You he just experience them. He decide who he wants, and that's not for him to do, or vice versa. Okay? So it sounds like, sounds like. He got another bitch. Well, not that he, <laughs> not that he necessarily has another bitch, but that they're a little bit, they have an unconventional view of marriage. Right. That might be like 7-Eleven is. 24-7. You can open. come and go. <laughs> right. Yeah. Don't know that that's the case, but it seems it appears that they're way. trying to change the definition of marriage. You've been in a successful marriage. We've talked <sighs> about this before. but Successful why? Because I haven't gotten divorced? Yeah, it's a successful marriage. Oh. Isn't that the mark of a successful marriage? To you, what's the mark of a successful marriage? Um, I don't really believe in marriage. My nigga, you're married. God, that's because of business reasons. That's it. <laughs> what? What are you talking about? I don't believe in marriage. I don't believe that it should require paperwork and the government and your business to say but that. But you believe in commitment? Uh, in a way. Break it down, Mika. I mean, I, f- I believe you're committed to whatever you and your significant other agree to. Okay. That's a, wow. That's a bar. <laughs> Like yes. no, wait, 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 wait. So you're committed to whatever you and your significant other agree to. Yes. So any any traditional view of marriage that says commitment is supposed to be this and this is this, you flatly reject. No, nope, I reject all that and I rebuke it. <laughs> what is marriage to you then? Marriage to me is you have decided, first of all, monogamy is probably the hardest thing to do in life mm-hmm. as an adult with hormones right. and loins and loins loins and so when you decide to first put the government in your business and you know sign this paperwork you have basically said that i want to attempt the hardest things in life with this person mm. and no one else mm. and that's what marriage is yeah it's actually a pretty beautiful explanation of it eloquently <laughs> well, i mean it is i want to attempt the i found somebody worthy enough to attempt the impossible with them. Yeah. Wow. And that's kind of that's kind of where you guys are. But you guys are doing it though, so it's not you know. What I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because you know when you're doing it with somebody that's your best friend and they actually understand you and you guys, you know, you talk to each other and and that's not to say there aren't bad things that are happening, you know, all the time. But you you want this person. You want to experience even bad things with this person. You right. w- if there's anyone you're willing to forgive for something. It's this person, mm. you know, and so you want to also share your good moments and your your greatest moments in your life with that person as well. 
do is is there anything about your marriage that's unconventional? Um probably that he probably turns a blind eye to me like with women. With women. You know, like I like I liked You like chicks. I don't like chicks. I like um I like girls eating my vagina. <laughs> Well, no, but you don't like chicks. You just like to have sex with them. Like, what are you talking about? Like, like. No, I like. I want to. I like. I like. I want to have threesomes. You mm-hmm. know, I just want to have like uh, more fun with sex. Like trying threesomes different things. Threesomes is one thing, but do you do you like have do you like see women without him? No, I mean I want to. <laughs> but <laughs> do you think you would have a problem with that? No. So why don't you do it then? I mean, I have. Okay. Yeah, so, I have. So you have. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> now, that situation, you feel like that's less threatening for him because it's a woman? Um, I don't think anybody's threatening for him just because there's nobody that could be him ever. Word up. Male you, or female But do you or feel like he would feel the same way? Oh, no, it would be different if it was a guy, yeah. Right. Well, so it'd why be, would it be different? Because he has that equipment. Right. Oh, because it's the same thing. Yeah. Right. So because he has that equipment, you feel like he goes, ah, it's not, but that's, but this is something else that I can't, I can, I can. I think he, he always says all women are lesbians. He says all girls are, you know, you guys like each other, Mm. you know, and I say, oh, so do guys. And he's like, get the fuck out of here. You think that though? You think all guys are? No, I just throw it back in his face, his little double standards kind of stuff. Right. That's all. There's a, speaking of that, well, before we move on, um, so this thing with you and the vagina eating and stuff yeah. like that. That's so he when you say he turns a blind eye, does does that mean that like you just do it and you don't necessarily communicate to him about it? Or do is it just an understood thing? It's that something you can do that, that has that? happened. Right. That's it. It's not a consistent thing. Oh. Yeah. And he and it's not like it's a big thing like he goes, How could you? Right. I know you've been with Lauren. Like so he doesn't sound like a soap opera. I know, but so it's not. It's kind of not that thing. Yeah. He kind of doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. yeah, it's not a big deal. It's a good life that you're leading. It could be better. Right? Does he? That could bring more of them home. Does like, does, does does he have a a a a a? Does he have a green light as well? Can he? Oh yeah, I w- I want him to do more stuff. Like I want him to be a little more wild, but he's not really. He's Brent fucking Grimes, man. Yeah. You know, and you know what? You know what the funny thing is? The funny thing is, is it's always guys that are not wild like that. They get girls like that me. That fucking find themselves in these situations. <laughs> that like that fucking find because they because they're just so fucking easygoing yeah, and cool, cool and whatever, and they're not threatened by anything. It's those guys that find themselves in these types of situations. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Shout out to Brent. Um, the guy. Named Ryan Russell. Did you hear about him? Why does that sound familiar? He is an NFL player, currently a free agent, that has just come out. Yes, gay. He played with my husband in Tampa. played with your husband in Tampa. Yes. Uh, He has said that he is bisexual, Mm -hmm. and he is looking forward to getting back into the NFL. Uh, He's, you know, he's he's bisexual. Uh, What do you think about that? What do you think? I mean, we had, um, society had Michael Sam. Obviously, we know just by crunching the numbers that there Mm -hmm. have been gay players in the NFL before. There's so many. You think there are a lot of gay players? I know there are, yeah. Right. So, in this, what do you think it's going to take 
uh, for a man to feel, not just in the NBA, uh, in the, excuse me, in the NFL, but in the NBA and any of these sports, what do you think it's going to take for a man to feel really comfortable enough, really supported enough, really protected enough to live his life out loud um, as a gay or bisexual professional athlete in either sport? Um, I think it's going to take a star coming out for people to do it because, like, let's say LeBron was gay. Right. Who doesn't want LeBron? You see right. what I mean? Yeah. It's always the guy coming out nobody wants already. Oh, me God. So I'm just, <laughs> no, I'm just saying. <laughs> do you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> Come on, man. I'm just, do you understand what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, we yeah. need a superstar, Shaq, Kobe, right. Kevin Durant. Mm to come out and that way you can't cut them you can't get rid of them you know you need like in football you would need they can't be a oh he didn't make the team moment yeah you know he is the team yes you know and that would make guys more comfortable because then they would have a leader who is someone who the league can't deny can't disown Mm -hmm. do you know what I mean I do and so that's what it would take it would take one of these famous guys who are are gay to come out and 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 hold that torch but nobody wants to do it everybody's afraid of being themselves afraid of the backlash Mm -hmm. afraid of you know not being accepted right and it's really sad yeah it's 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 sad i understand it we're not there yet but i think it's gonna be a powerful moment when we are there i think we're close yeah i think we're definitely close to having um to having that type of i don't know why people don't think that athletes are gay too there's gay everything's you, you know what i mean there's gay right. doctors there's gay teachers there's mm-hmm. gay scientists what do you think there's no <laughs> gay athletes you think there's just there's one thing that just nobody is gay in and that's sports and that's sports <laughs> so is everybody else is gay people 10 percent of the population whatever but in sports, sports. everybody's no. straight how could they be gay you just missed it, it they just, can jump high how could that you get yeah, that's jump not, athletic right you don't get the gay it's gene. so weird but um, but it's uh, <laughs> it, it, yeah, it's something I think is coming. I just think, even knowing, um, like we put a video clip of Ryan up on TMZ Sports today. We did it on the show as well, and he's walking down the street and he's holding hands with a man that I'm assuming that he's in a relationship with. Mm-hmm. Um, either that or he's trying to show him around uh, West Hollywood in a very specific way. Mm. But but um but <laughs> but but and so when you see that. Even that image right there, or even uh, Michael Sam when he was with uh, mm-hmm. Vito, even that image right there, it's a very powerful image because it dispels the notion that a guy that's that super big is isn't locked. sensitive, isn't he, feminine, well, is, well, isn't, gentle. Well, not even so much sensitive, feminine. It's like that he isn't, that he is some kind of way caged in some sort of cro magnet, uh, or sometimes the antiquated is a better word, a view of masculinity, which means mm-hmm. that he can't be gay or he can't be attracted to me right um it's something that we've held on to a for for a long long time and it's just it's just time that's over when you were you played girls basketball you played oh. girls basketball so yeah you must have yeah people home. assumed i was gay my whole career and i just like i never even like honestly 2008 was the first time i let a girl eat my vagina like ever in my <laughs> life you know but austin's I, gonna fucking lose it over here you keep saying it like but that. i'm but you see what i mean like people assumed since i played basketball my whole life i retired in 2006 from playing mm-hmm. pro ball right. i still hadn't let no girl eat my pussy yet right you know but people assumed well, so it what, just what, what because, made you do it after your career then you was like fuck it you know i never tried don't this well yeah i just it wasn't like 
I think, me personally, I think that if you closed your eyes and you laid down and, and someone sucked your dick, you would not be able to tell if it was a boy or a girl. Sorry. I don't think you could. Okay? Just like I can't I tell if it's a boy or a girl when it's a woman. Now. But there's, a, but there's an attraction the only, that makes you want to have that person do that. You're attracted correct. to women, though, aren't you? Yes, I, I'm attracted. Yes, I think women are beautiful. The, the difference for me, what I wanted to see was if there was a difference in the way a woman did it. Is there? I, I think there is. What's the difference? Um, just knowing your own body and knowing what you like done it's 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 a it's like a shorter process to the to the goal right. men have to figure it out right. got you a woman can kind of like boom i know how to get you there because so i know what it takes for me by that rationale men would suck better dick that's what you're that's what you're saying yeah you guys i love how you it. said that and then you pointed at me as if right. like, like as if as if yeah, like I am an ally, not a participant. Um, <laughs> but so you 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 believe that mm -hmm. that you believe straight up that I women had you know eat, I had to do women eat better. I had to do research on it first, and I think I've done enough research. You don't know I've research. sat on enough faces to know that it's it, it's better with women. Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing that men can do to catch up. No, but see, you have your own purpose. She don't got a penis. You know what I mean? And you, it don't matter how many strap-ons and dildos you buy. There's no heartbeat behind that penis. Right. There's no energy behind it. So you guys are so necessary, you know? Right. You're not needed, you know? <laughs> we don't need men. Like, you know, Cher said that. Men are men are a delicacy. You're like dessert. Right. You know, like, and, right. and we love dessert. Right. But we don't need so you. So y'all don't even need us to have these kids. We don't need you. Not even to have these kids. Nah. Okay, how we you got enough them? people here? How you gonna kid? Oh, so you don't, oh, so you so we don't fuck. So now it's you saying fuck them kids. <laughs> <laughs> so now you went from. We need a solid fifteen years of no one having any kids just to slow this shit down. To slow it a down. Little bit. Yeah. It's too many of us right now. Last thing I'm gonna bring up with you. I don't know if you heard about this. There's a possibility that a killer asteroid is heading towards Earth. Of know? course there is. Like, and this is what people don't understand. I want to tell everyone this that can hear the sound of my voice. The dinosaurs were killed by a killer asteroid. That means killer asteroids have hit Earth before. Mm -hmm. A killer asteroid will hit Earth again. When I hear, when I say that NASA has found or identified a killer asteroid that they think might possibly hit the Earth, one is supposed to skim by very, very close from now, like a couple of weeks. Skim by, but it's not. It's going to miss us. Mm -hmm. And then there's one next year that might be that motherfucking doozy. Oh, Lord. It could be the doozy. What does that make Miko Grimes think? Well, you know, I'm a firm believer in this. Kill country. asteroid, Miko. This country has to do something to kill us. There's way too many of us. And if this is the way that they're going to do it, because they've been trying to do it with food. They've been doing it with the pollution of the air. And now they're doing it, making these hurricanes and all this, this weather that they're controlling. And it's just we're not dying fast enough. You know, they... they They've, they've got cancer, you know, they've got all these diseases that they've developed. Right. And so this asteroid sounds like the perfect way to get rid of about 700 million people so we can start this Shit. thing over. This asteroid might do, might turn the lights off, Miko. It ain't. They're going to test a test. They're going to be a small Miko, one. this, this asteroid might. They're going to test it out. Cut the lights nah, off, No, it's man. not. It's going to be a small one. It's going to be like a little starter kit one. A little starter kit asteroid? Yeah, to see, just to see, you know. If you knew the asteroid was coming. Right. Mm -hmm. What would you do if you knew it was going to hit? 
Me? Miko, Miko like, Grimes I'm got, dying on. She got 14 got days. 14 days to live. Ooh, it's a couple bitches I definitely would slap. That's for sure. I have to pull up on a couple of bitches. Oh, who you going to slap? I'm not going to get into why, that. Why, why, why? You can't just say that. That's assault. You that's can't assault. threaten people. Oh, that's people. right. You can't threaten people. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah it's assault. Trust me. It's a couple of bitches I would fly. Not a couple I would be- fly private to pull up and slap them hoes. Now, is there a couple of women that you're going to shoot your shot with? No. You got 14 days. No. Women? Yeah. Nah. You can't shoot it with no men. You married. He might let me get a hall pass if we got 14 days. <laughs> Fuck you, man. I'm definitely giving him one. Go get Sierra bread. Go get that bitch. Oh, so it's, it's, he likes Sierra? Yes. He's a Sierra fan? Yeah. You know what the fucked up thing about that is? What? Could have had her. Could have had her. Because she got her, her own He got his lines. own Sierra. Hey, you actually, you kind of favor her, to be honest. I know. We, I hear so, it a so, lot. So, 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 so that's what. <gasps> I hear Sierra and Jada Pinkett and Dominique Dawes. Wow. Really? You know what you look like? You look like all of them combined <laughs> is what you look like. <laughs> yes. Um, Austin, do me a favor. Clap for Miko Grimes. Now, before we leave, I got to let Miko get some shit off her chest because Miko is always coming for me. <sighs> Oh God! Miko is always what saying, I do this time. No, you just always you always saying you always throwing little shots. Like I'm gonna give you guys an <laughs> example. I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read. <laughs> oh my I'm a, God! I'm gonna read something. I'm gonna read from text messages that me and Miko. Oh have God! <laughs> and I'm just gonna make sure that people know that Miko. I'll see Miko somewhere, and Miko will be like, "Yo, how come you ain't fucking promote the last podcast we did?" And I'll be like, uh, "I did promote." Oh, that, that's your bad, dog. First of all. Kanye played me. How did Kanye play? The last time I was on this podcast, he decided to say slavery was a choice. Mm. So you didn't promote the episode. I did promote it. I did. So, uh, like, I just say, word, word, I'm in town for your information. Are you now? Yes. Come record, come, come record Thursday. I leave Thursday morning. I push back my flight for you, but you canceled on me a couple times. Yep. Boom. <laughs> yep, you, you know did. What I'm you did. Okay, so I, I text Miko, a compliment. Your son is a young king. 100, 100, she texts. Headed back to LA. We'll probably be there till Wednesday, probably. Let me know if you want to record. Tuesday, what time? 2.30. Send address and not the one that sends me to a factory. <laughs> like all of these things are just like, all of these things are like gratuitous <laughs> shots. It's like no reason to like, even get at me a little bit like like uh hold on real quick it's, oh it's, and it's really God. now it's, that you reading them they just i'm telling you it's really every time what's up i got you a birthday gift and i ain't seen you since you hit me about you hit me weeks ago about a monthly pod then nothing then you say you come into my live show and then nothing well, i'm like i'm like oh my god miko be miko be I on my friend hard yeah she friends hard so listen, a friend hard. You can't bullshit with Miko Grimes if you're gonna be yeah. her friend. Come through. But I love you. I, it we, comes from a loving a place. A loving place. You know that. Yeah. I got you. Like, like, so before we go, <laughs> there's all, there's two names for the podcast. One, one was what was the first one I said? What was mine? My type of my rich. type of rich. That's one. But I think a woman's vagina might be another good name too because you've said that over and over again. That's a good thing. <laughs> Tell them your podcast where they can find you, where they like what's going on. So I'm kicked off of Twitter. Uh, <laughs> I don't have Twitter anymore for threatening someone. Uh, <laughs> I've threatened so many people, and I got threatened this one time for threatening to spit on a, a journalist in okay. Miami. So they kicked me off Twitter. So I'm not on Twitter. 
I do have a Twitter. It's just incognito. But you can find me on Instagram at iHeartMiko. My podcast is mm. called iHeartMiko Podcast. It's on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, YouTube channel, also iHeartMiko Podcast. My live show was canceled this weekend because of the hurricane. That's Damn. the only reason I'm here. Mm. And so now it's been pushed to October 26th. Hopefully you can come. I will be there October 26th. You're that's coming. Enough, that's enough time for me to plan. Yes. I'll be there October 26th. It's October 26th, and I'm also going to be putting out this cookbook uh, for people trying to, to try the plant-based life. Word. You know, but my podcast, make sure you guys subscribe to my YouTube channel because that's where you can find all things Miko, like everything. Uh, don't don't forget to tell them about Dish Nation, right? Oh, yeah, I work for Dish Nation. <laughs> it's tough working for Dish Nation, talking shit about other people. Right. It's fun, though. It's real fun. But, yeah, I'm working for Dish Nation, and... Um, I'm just trying to get out there. Get I'm just there. trying to get out there and do mm. some things. Um, support, support me, y'all. I'm support sorry. Miko. I'm going to apologize in advance. Uh, once you start following me on Instagram, I'm very rude. Yeah, and problematic. And But <laughs> it's fun, though. It's fun. Once again, white person, Austin. This time you got to clap loud, bro. Come on. Clap like Make you it like it's more than one of you yeah, in Yeah, clap here. like you clapping for some white people. That's how white people clap. We out. <laughs>